Actually, it's sort of a double celebration. We, uh, we closed a pretty big deal. Today is Friday, December 8th, and it's the end of a game-changing week for the New York Yankees. Alex Verdugo and Juan Soto have been added to the mix, but with Mike King and other top pitching depth being subtracted, the Yankees are now in the market for some arms. Tonight, I'm joined by Pete Simonetti of NYY Underground to talk over what's next for the Bombers and if the evil empire is back. It's a hot stove edition of NYY Recaps. Welcome to Yankee Stadium. Just when they thought I was out, they pull me back in. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everybody. A lot of stuff to talk about tonight. But first, I got to introduce, as he would say, my guy, my friend and fellow content creator, Pete Simonetti. Derek, man. <clears throat> Derek, everybody here at NYY Recaps. I could run through a damn wall right now, let me tell you. I feel like Matt Foley. That's I left I my friend's like name now. up there. I was supposed to be your name, but whatever. We, ah, we, that's all right. Who cares? I, we're all on no sleep <laughs> right now. We're all on no sleep, and I, I absolutely am fried from this week. What about you? Man, you and me both. I, I, just, I told Derek before I got on, I said, man, I haven't slept in, I don't even know how long, but how the hell I have energy, I got no idea, but I do. <laughs> but I do. I'm so amped. People in my orbit have been saying that they've noticed a discernible improvement in my disposition over the last few days. And judging by the shit-eating grin on your face lately, it seems like you're feeling the same way. Bro, I feel so good, man. You know how bad it was last like, you know, getting Soto, getting Verdugo, getting Grisham, the Yankees making deals. I tell you the craziest thing about it is it, it's it's like it brought that kid out in us again. Like, whoa, look at this. The Yankees are making moves. We had such a miserable year. Let <laughs> us enjoy this. Somebody told me the other day, but we haven't won nothing. I said, leave me alone. Leave me alone. We've won the winter so far. We won the winter meetings. That's right. That's the way you to know, go about it. Hey. All we could win right now is what is in front of us, and we have done that. So tough week to be a Blue Jays fan, huh? They were yeah. absolutely all over me when I tweeted like a week ago that Soto was going to be a Yankee, and then the Blue Jays came up and said, you know, or, or the, the report said that the Blue Jays were in it. And you and I both knew and both called it out. That's BS. That's negotiating yeah. through the media. Yeah. So I just want to give a little shout out just to our friends from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then man, Shohei was, today. Yeah, the same thing with Otani, and they might, you know, they they probably still get Otani. I mean, they they could very well still get Otani, but you know, it, it has been an amazing week. It, it was, as you guys know, I'm sure Derek, you know, me and poor Mario alive for 13 hours. <laughs> We went live that morning. Mario Mario started throwing up uh, curse words at Andy Martino. He wanted to kill the guy. He said, take it uh. easy, Mario. He's like, I woke up at 10. He put out the news. We're all waiting for this to happen. It ends up being whatever time that it happened. Around 10 o'clock, we're both sitting there going, how much longer are we going to do this? We're dying. Yeah. It was horrible, but we made it through. And, man, when that announcement came, man, oh, my God. What a what a feeling! A feeling I feel like I forgot when the Yankees just get the big fish, and they yeah, got them. When, him. when uh, there was a report, maybe like I don't know, ten o'clock, 
that said Soto deal might not be announced until the following day. Yes. And I had been staying up. I had been staring at my phone screen all day while I'm working foul territory. I got this other screen up. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I, I didn't work out. I barely ate. I was just kind of just locked in on my phone, my computer. I was I would play like two minutes of Madden, pull up the phone. God dang it. And <laughs> go back to it. And so 10 o'clock, I decide, you know what? I'm going to close my eyes for a little bit, just grab a little nap and wake up in an hour and you know uh maybe it'll it'll be he'll i and i close my eyes i wake up at 10:49 or whatever and the news had just broken a minute ago so it was like the universe woke me up like Derek get up get yeah, up get it's up. time get it's up, happening it's time you got to see this you got you got to live the moment i tell you what if i ever slept and i was like you know what let's wrap this thing up and let's not wait let's go to bed i would have been so mad at myself that i didn't get that you know that that whole time of doing that, and then that boom, that big hit. And I'll be real with you, man. Minutes before that announcement, I'm sitting there going, it's not going to happen. Not that the deal's not going to We're going to wait longer. Or God forbid, something else, somebody comes in, and, and, and this thing is like a, a shot in the foot. And when that announcement came in, I tell you, I, I was just so pumped. And don't get me wrong. I was very happy about the Verdugo deal. Very yeah. happy about that deal. But then when this happened... Knowing what this team has now, let's put this into perspective too real quick. Brian Cashman was out there and he said, hey, look, we want two outfielders. He came away with three in two days. And let's be honest, they all have something that they can offer to Yankees. Of course, Soto we know about. Verdugo is a mate. People are talking about, I don't know about this guy. We had Billy McKinney Bowers out. Yeah. This guy's a major <laughs> upgrade. Why are we doing this to ourselves? And then Trent Grisham is one of the best defensive outfielders in Major League Baseball. Unreal range. And I still think this potential. I don't know what your friend said about him that knows the Padres, but I talked to a couple of Padres fans, and they're like, he's been a letdown at the bat, but it just feels like it's in there. Yeah, the thing I've heard, just I've browsed some Padres forums and things like that, and one thing I keep seeing is quality at bats, which we know is something the yeah. Yankees talk about. Oh, quality at bats. Most of the time, let's be honest, the Yankees at bats are shit. It's <laughs> a dog shit. But uh, they, um, they keep saying quality at bats and a guy who works the count. So you got basically two guys back who, who you know work the count at least, even though he does strike out a lot. But, I mean, I'm psyched. It definitely changes the feeling you know, around the ballpark having a couple of lefties. I think Verdugo is going to do a really nice job, um, you know, as a, uh, uh, whatever you call it, uh, swing man, or if he's just playing left field for a little while, I, I think he's a contact guy that the Yankees absolutely could use. So let's, okay. uh, let's get to Yamamoto because okay. it sounds as if the Yankees and Mets and maybe the Dodgers are kind of the three big players for Yamamoto. Mets probably, Bid the most money. Dodgers could be dangerous if Shohei goes elsewhere. But it sounds like the Yankees are telling people they're way ahead. You know, yep. Cashman was there for the no-hitter. They got 18 reserved. They're very, very confident. In your mind, let's say 1 to 10, how confident are you that the Yankees are getting Yamamoto? 10. Really? I'm not joking. Ten. Yamamoto's a Yankee. And, and, and I, I, I've, I've said this multiple days in a row. People could clip it. You could make. I allow you to make fun of me, laugh at me, whatever you want to do. I'm 100% okay with it. I'm sitting here today, and I'm telling Yankee fans who are in here, Yankee fans across the universe, Yoshinobu Yamamoto will be a New York Yankee. That wouldn't shock me if he's a Yankee by Friday. 
but I think it might be the following week. He is going to be a New York Yankee. I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. I'd say I'm at about a, a six right now. I have trouble. I have trouble being confident when Cohen will, you know, maybe pay forty five million for the guy. You know, their pitch is so bad. Have you heard their pitch? They've been giving him. They were I just not. on. I retweeted the video from SNY. You know what they 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 said? Oh, listen, no joke. I'm not even joking. He goes well. Another reason that he'd want to come here, Kodai Senga, he could really show him around. He could tell him what that little red fork at Nathan's is used for. I'm like, what are you? T- yeah, shove it up here. You know what? That's what you use that fork for. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, and then they keep talking about, well, if you go to the Yankees, you could just be another legend. But if you win with the Mets, man, then they say, talk to those 86 Mets on what it's like. I mean, what, what is it like? Am I, am I missing something here? It was a great moment for the Mets, but who cares? Who cares at this point? When was the last time the Mets won? Now, Yankees haven't won in though. Now, neither of you have won. It's just a bad sell that you're mentioning in another team. It's ridiculous. I, look, I, I think the prestige means something. I think the fact that the Yankees have Matsui and Tanaka to help pitch to him means something. I mean, the Yankees are a worldwide brand in a way that the Mets just are not. So, right. I mean, that, that makes a big difference, right? I mean, Senga... He's a nice pitcher, pitcher and all, but who would you rather be your rotation mate, Kodai Senga or Garrett Cole? Garrett Cole, man, and and you just you brought up a great point. Uh, there is there's rumors out of Japan. I think it was put in maybe one of the Yahoo Japan articles that he wants to go to a legacy team. Hmm. He wants to go to a legacy team. He wants the the biggest and the brightest stage. Well, come on, man. We all know there is no bigger stage than playing for the New York Yankees, putting on those pinstripes. And let's be real here. Out of a lot of those teams, yeah, the Dodgers got Hideo Nomo, but the New York Yankees have had Ichiro come through, Hiroki Kuroda come through, Hideki Matsui come through, Masahiro Tanaka come through, Kigawa, who's <laughs> another, yeah. another great legend on, on the list. But they've had, they, they've had success with Japanese pitchers and Japanese players that were stars already. People tend to forget that Hideki Matsui was like Hulk Hogan in the 80s. They was cartoons about him, comic books, everything. This guy was an absolute superstar. His face was on the side of a plane. Yes. I mean, you don't get bigger than that. When your face is on a plane, you've made it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you've made it at that point. You know you've made it. They don't put anybody's face on a plane. So Especially I, I that would, face. Let's be honest. That's Can right. We, Especially, <laughs> it's, not the, it's, like, it's like a Frankie Coffee Cakes from... Uh, from uh, the Bronx Tale. You don't want to look at it too long. But <laughs> they they got that. They got that with with their team. And now all they need is Steinbrenner to say, open up the books. Let's offer a great deal. I'm thinking it goes at 265, 270 maybe. Maybe eight or nine years. And I really believe, Derek, I tell you, man, I've never been this confident. And again, if I'm wrong, I'm just going with my heart here. He is going to be a Yankee. It is set up for it, and it's going to happen. My offer to Yamamoto, if I'm the Yankees, 10 years, 300. I like it. Why not? He sets, he's, he's only 25, pitched till he's 25. 35. 30 a year. It's a beautiful number. He'll be the first Japanese player ever to get $30 million. He'll set a record for international uh, players, I guess pitchers too, included mm. pitchers and, and hitters. I think that he would probably take that. I mean, even if Cohen goes higher, I mean, that's 
nobody sees that offer, right? It might get leaked or whatever, right. but but right. when you hear somebody signed a three hundred million dollar off offer, nobody's going to care that he turned down three ten or whatever. You yeah, know? that's right. That's right. Um, so. I, I am. I, I really believe too that the the Soto deal, a lot of that had to do with with Hal Steinbrenner is saying, "Hey, man, give those guys up. Go ahead. We're getting we're getting Yamamoto. The Yankees. Well, people tend to forget too that we also have to remember." Swimmy Manami. Swimmy Manami is one of the biggest Japanese businessmen in, ma- in the world. He is a minority owner of the Yankees. These guys hear things. They understand. Right. There's many ways that they could find out, hey, how legit is this guy's interest? Like, does he, does he <laughs> want this? He'll find out. And I'm telling you, I really believe that Hal Steinbrenner went out there and said, look, man, enough is enough. We're going to give this fan base what they want. We're going to go for it. I'm going to be a little like my dad for once. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to have a 008 09 type offseason. And they are going to get it done, man. They may just approach that 300 plus. They may stay over it. It is very, very exciting right now to be a Yankee fan. We all should be happy and we should be cheering this team on right now for giving us what we wanted. Yeah, I, I got to say, um, it, it's felt like olden times for the last couple of days. More of that, please. We got a super chat from Ronnie. He says, anybody seen Otani was on a plane to Toronto, now a mansion in Cali, New York, perhaps? I don't think that Otani is really somebody the Yankees are looking at. Um, I mean, the DH spot is clogged up with Giancarlo Stanton. And, you know, this is something that we can talk about in a few minutes, but I'm not sure if Stanton is going to get a ton of playing time this year. I mean, Mm -hmm. people keep saying, you know, where's Verdugo going to play? Where's Grisham going to play? You got all these outfielders and oh, how many outfielders? Are we really counting on Stanton to be an everyday player when he hit 191, can't stay on the field, got injuries every year? We'll get we'll get to Stanton. Yeah. But the the thing we got to address first before we get to the, you know, how we're going to handle the the playoffs and and the, the rotation is who's going to pitch? We just traded one of our best guys out of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Even if we sign Yamamoto, you can argue, arguably say we need another pitcher. We we traded Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez. Those guys made a lot of starts for us last year. Mm-hmm. So it's a risk that I think we had to take, that I would have taken, that you would have taken, everybody in the world in Brian Cashman's position would have taken. But how do you fill out your rotation next season, assuming that the Yankees do get Yamamoto? Yeah, man, it's it's you're right. You're 100 percent right. It's still tough, right? Um, you got you would have then what the top of the three we already know. It'll be Cole, Yamamoto, Rodon is there, and then you got Clark Schmidt, Frankie Montas, of course, is a possibility. Uh, Nestor Cortez, who knows what that bounce back is going to be. I just think there's still a lot of trade scenarios open for the Yankees. Is Glaber Torres a guy you're staying with? And if he is a guy you're staying with, what is Peraza? Are you really going to drop this kid in the minors again and just really devalue him? Everson Pereira is completely blocked, you know, from, from getting any sort of time. He's 22 years old. I don't think he lost value last year. He's a, he was first time in the majors, um, struggled a ton. We understand that. But I don't know if anybody's looking at that going, this kid doesn't have a shot. You know, he got great power, had very good numbers at AAA, kind of was, kind of flew through the whole system to get to the major leagues last year. So I, I think there is many different opportunities out there for possible trades. It's just going to be interesting to see who the Yankees decide on keeping and who they decide to move. Yeah, so... Everyone likes to talk about opening day, opening day this, what's the opening day lineup going to look like? But really, the lineup changes throughout the season. Guys get hurt. We're almost 
positively not going to have the exact lineup that we expect on opening day at the end of the season. We know that Dominguez is coming back. That's going to shake things up. So I wanted to kind of show you my proposed lineup, kind of roster construction, bullpen, all that stuff for the playoffs, right? Okay. By the end of the season, we got to get here, in my opinion. And kind of, I'll just run through it real quick for the people who are listening on the podcast. Dominguez comes back midseason. I got him in center field. Soto, come playoff time, DH. We need the best defense possible in the outfield. We all remember Bubba Crosby or, uh, <laughs> colliding with Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield. Um, can't have that happening yet. Judge in right field, Rizzo at first base, Torres second base, and then I got a platoon situation based on who's on the mound. Verdugo against righties, Stanton against lefties. Wells behind the dish, Peraza at third base, and Volpe at shortstop. I think Peraza, by the end of the year, will win third base. LeMahieu, to me, is not a guy who can play every day anymore. And to, to, to think right. that, you're just inviting injury. So I got yep. him on the bench as my pinch hit guy. You know, it's late in the game. You got a lefty and Wells is on, you know, you're coming up to the plate or whatever. You pinch hit LeMahieu and then you put in Trevino. Uh, and then you got Grisham as a defensive replacement uh, in the outfield. You know, let's say, you know, you pinch hit Stanton for Verdugo. You can put Grisham out there to play yep. left field. Uh, rotation, I'm going out and I'm getting Corbin Burns in addition mm. to Yamamoto. Mm. Uh, you notice Everson Pereira is not on my roster. He's somebody that I think the the Brewers would like. I would not be opposed to packaging a top prospect like Spencer Jones now that we got Soto. Or somebody like uh, even even Roderick Arias. You include him, number one international guy a few years ago. I think there's a trade to be made there without giving up anything on your major league roster for Corbin Burns. Cortez, my number four guy, and Rodon sliding back to number five. I want him to show me something this year. Uh, another guy I don't have in my rotation is Luis Heal, but he's somebody that I think could either slide into the bullpen. I don't have him in my bullpen. I got Jordan Hicks. Uh, but Heal is another guy who could either be a trade uh, possibility or a yep. uh, you know somebody that you could rely on for depth. My bullpen is Holmes at the back end, F. Ross, Jordan Hicks, uh, Tommy Canely, Ian Hamilton, re-signing Wandy Peralta, and Jonathan Loisaga. So give me your thoughts on that lineup. No, I like it. <clears throat> I mean, I think the, the the greatest thing in the world of looking at this lineup, I immediately pinned to the top three in the lineup, right? Dominguez, Soto, and Judge is a dream come true. And we, we have that. I mean, that is going to be the scenario, best case scenario. Everything goes right. You never know with the Yankees. The rotation I love, I would be head over heels to get Corbin Burns. Um, I might switch a little something up, and I'm going to tell you what that is any minute. I like. I really like um, Jordan Hicks. I think that's a real possibility for the Yankees um, to potentially go out there and bring him in. You mentioned Luis Heal. He's a guy that um, he, he's developed now a uh, circle change. He throws a cutter also now. He's topping out again in the high 90s. I just think he's a – Yankees are going to stretch him out, let him try to start. I would love to let see them tell this guy, hey, man, air it out for an inning. Let's see what you got. And I think he could just be absolutely electric. No doubt about it. Um, a move I would like to make, because I don't know, as much as I would like Burns, I don't know if the Yankees would do it. If, if it was on the table, I'd do it 110%. No doubt about it. I'd go all for that. If I were to switch it up a little, maybe the Yankees look to save money. Here's a problem, in, in my opinion. If you look to move a player, maybe Glaber Torres is moved. I don't believe they're going to do it. The reason being, 
I think the Yankees are going for this. I think the yeah. Yankees are going to say, let's just have the best lineup possible. Offense last year was terrible. Let's fix that immediately. Keep Glaber Torres to do that. But maybe the Marlins. Look, if the Marlins are interested and they're saying they'll deal some of the young starters, what about like a Nardi and an Edward Cabrera type deal? Lefty relief pitcher along with Cabrera, cost control for years to come, keeps your, your payroll down a little bit if you want to be a little conservative, and you trade maybe Glaber and another guy. Uh, you mentioned you know a, a couple of players out there that could be that could still be moved. I like that. And then I, a major trade I would make. So if I had a dream trade besides for Corbin Burns, a dream trade I would have comes from Milwaukee also. Can we do a Peraza Plus for Devin Williams? Devin I would Williams. be all over that. We need a closer, Derek. I'm telling you, I don't trust. I don't trust Clay Holmes. I like him, but I like him so much better in a fire, putting out a fire type role whenever you really need him. Even if it's just, hey, the eighth inning guy, I like him there more. Devin Williams is elite. And if they are looking to trade guys, I'd go all for it. Even Emmanuel Classe I'd be interested in to get a, to get somebody who's been a starter, been there, done that, a closer, excuse me. I'd be all for either one of those guys, but Devin Williams is about as elite as they come. Those are some some numbers. As uh, everyone knows, red means good, and he's pretty much red across the board. 8-3 and three record out of the pen, 61 games, 36 saves, 87 strikeouts in 58 and two-thirds innings. Yeah, he is pretty damn good. I like it. High five. All right, Pete, are you ready to uh, to dance it off with me? With the, yeah, let's uh, do it. Come on. I love dancing. Farewell, well, and do, do to you, to fair you Spanish, Spanish ladies. I gotta get out of here. You gotta go. This you is the Soto go. dance. Game over, man. Game over. Guys, we're going to do a real quick promo here before we leave, before I let uh, uh, Pete get out of here. Uh, we got some new merch in the shop for Juan Soto, so I'm going to share that on the screen with you. Uh, all sorts of fun gear here. I call this the Sh- Soto Shuffle. Uh, let's take a look here. Soto Shuffle. Soto Shuffle. We got all sorts of fun stuff for Christmas, for your your family, for your friends, for your co-workers, for anybody who likes baseball. Put one on your dog. I don't care. Just buy it from me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pete Simonetti. Hey. All right. We'll see you next time.